This is Jack Swakowski from Rain Delay Theater. I'm here with Zach Greinke of the Houston Astros. Zach, uh, every pitcher's dream is to get the ball in Game 7 of a World Series to start the game. What did you? What were your thoughts when you found out you'd be given that opportunity? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, just, you know, I'm, I'm going to be pitching, so uh, I should probably bring my, uh, my, my, my cleats to the park, I guess, that day. Yeah. Zach, you've pitched for many different organizations throughout your career. Uh, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Los Angeles, Arizona. How did these Astros fans compare to other cities you've pitched in? Uh, I mean, they're, they're pretty loud, you know. It kinda, it's kind of distracting a little bit, so loud. The MLB season is a very long grind from February to now November. What are your off-season plans to unwind? Um, uh, you know, just... Uh probably go to the grocery store a couple of times uh i don't know just i i just don't want to use the car man like you know i hate that car okay well this has been uh jack Sukowski with zach ranky zach thank you for your time we really appreciate it yeah what All right, and hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to Rain Delay Theater. Uh, today is uh, Sunday, uh, November third, uh, two thousand nineteen. This is episode uh, number sixty-two, the Bob Howery episode. Uh, Jack, hold on before we get that. You know, Bob Howery can wait, but like. I can't believe you got an interview with, with Zach Greinke. How was that? Well, uh, Jeremy, uh, Zach Greinke's parents obviously never taught him to look people in the eye when they speak to when, they, when he speaks to people. He sounded a little off mic a little bit. Yeah, uh, so <clears throat> I felt like I wasn't getting much out of the guy. Um, he was a, just a, a black hole of charisma. Uh, and he's got a weak handshake, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, I'm a little mad that I you know, wasn't invited for that, but uh, I guess I didn't miss much. <laughs> Jeremy, it's the Bob Howery episode. Uh you said you had a funny story about Bob Howery. Yeah, you know, I, I always like to tie it in, I guess. But like, so this this is a so I, I do have a little story about Bob Howery. It, it involves former guest uh, Ben Perkins. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at a uh, we were at a at a Cubs game once, and um, I think that this is actually a reference to maybe something that we did at when we lived together watching the the game or whatever. But at some point, Bob Howery was warming up in the bullpen, and, and Ben just stood stood up, and we were sitting down by the Cubs bullpen, and he stood up, and he just goes Howery. Howry! Howry! Like that, just calling Howry's name. Just uh-huh. for no reason. Yeah. With no plan. Like he wasn't trying to say anything. It was that was just a joke, just yep. to call out his name. Because uh-huh. why would anyone call out Bob Howry's name anyway? Yeah. So um that's my little Bob Howry anecdote. Oh uh, wonderful. Uh and I take it he didn't get Bob Howry's attention. I don't think so. I think he was locked in. Perfect. I do you know what I do remember though one time uh so a fan ran on the field yeah. and ran ran at Bob Howry and Jesus. Howry like tackled him. Oh wow. Yeah, that was kind of like a rare, like kind of like you know something interesting about Bob Howery because he was just a guy. He just was a guy who didn't talk much. You know, no one can be quite like Zach Greinke, but in that vein, a little bit, just right. like a boring guy. But he did tackle this guy. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, for sure. I remember when a fan attacked Bill Spires one time when Bill Spires <laughs> was on the Houston Astros. Most okay. interesting thing that ever happened to Bill Spires. So yeah. amazing how a, a fan running on the field can do that for it's a guy. A, it's a blessing. Uh, the World Series just ended. It went seven games. Um, uh, it felt like a lot of the times in those games, uh, they would be close and then one team would kind of break it open. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even game seven, like at the end, like kind of unraveled a little bit. I, I I know we were talking about that, Jack. Like, um, I, I mean, I was enthralled for every game. Uh, I, you know, even though they did, yeah, they did kind of fall apart for the winning, like for the losing team at the end for most of those games. But uh, I mean, I that game seven was exciting, even though the score would, you know, be you know, maybe belie that. It but, was, uh, but yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it was exciting, and you know, game seven, like you know, it went the season went as long as it could have. Yep. Um, you feel good about that, so yeah, it's good. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think you can ever complain about a series that goes seven games. Now it was exciting for the Washington Nationals. It was the first uh, uh, World Series win in their franchise history. So now that uh, that list of teams that have never won a World Series is dwindling. Jeremy, I want to say it's yeah. the Mariners, the Brewers, the Padres. Um, I think I'm missing somebody here. Um, uh, not to put you on the spot. Yeah, Padre. Um, geez, Louise, I don't. 
I don't know. I know the Mariners are the one team that has never been to a World Series, right? right? Yeah, which is which yeah. is uh, pretty pathetic, and they don't seem like they're anywhere close. But uh, so the the, the, the Na- Rays never won. The, yeah, the Rays have never won either. So the Nationals uh, have gotten themselves off that list. Of course, for many years they were the Expos. Jeremy, you said you wore your Expos hat uh, out into the world the day after the World Series ended. Yeah. So I um I, I wore the Nationals hat a couple or the, the Expos, Expos hat yep. a couple times during the series. I wore it like for Game One or something, and I. I, I didn't wear it uh, for a while there in the middle, um, and uh, I wore it for the last. I wore it for Game Six, Game Seven, and then the day after to, to celebrate. And uh, I went to Whole Foods. Me and me and the wife were making some tacos. Got went went, went to get some supplies, mm-hmm. and um, we were in the produce section. And a, a guy, an older guy, walked up, um, and he's like, "Hey, that's a cool hat." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's a cool, you know." cool to be wearing it today you know yeah. and I'm like I'm like yeah man yeah yeah, yeah it's cool yeah, yeah. you know representing like he had a kid with him and yeah. this was on Halloween night this uh-huh. was on Halloween night yeah. and so he had a kid with him uh, in a spaceman costume oh, okay. and the kid was like like climbing around the cart and everything and yeah. he seemed kind of like uh, a silly kid and I, yeah. I, I, I I imagine maybe in the spacesuit, maybe not a big baseball fan and sure. so maybe he was like trying to like signify with me as like his uh, surrogate son or something right like like to share a baseball moment uh, but yeah so that was cool and then um, later on in the and, and actually it was weird because I kept bumping into that guy because yeah. In the produce, you bump into someone in the produce section. It's like you got the rest of that store to go through, and you guys are both on the same track, right? The way so, that jewel is laid out, for sure. Yeah, and so you're gonna you're gonna bump into the, the people uh, later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I was in another aisle, and like a guy walked by, and he's like, "Cool hat, man! Like that's really cool. Like you know, Nats, or I mean, uh, Expo, or like you know, yeah. it's like." He said something like, uh, "Hey, man, you know it's kind of like the Expos won the World Series," and yeah. I'm like, "That's the way I'm thinking about uh-huh. it." And uh, so it was interesting, you know. And Whole Foods of all places, wow, uh, two people like signified with with me about the Expos hat. So I thought that was cool. Sure, wow, that, yeah, what a, what a time to wear it. Uh, and if and if we're keeping track, Jack, we should have been keeping keeping track of like Expos compliments, <laughs> you know, the, for the whole length of, of the podcast because uh, I got two quality ones there on you. That so. yeah, no, that's good, Jeremy. I was I was going to say, uh, do we count Expos compliments that don't happen at games um, uh, well that's there a, you that's go a debate we can have okay. one time i was outside second city and i got a compliment that i never told <laughs> you about but right. uh <laughs> but anyway uh so um yeah, there's some uh weird guys who are gonna get uh world series rings yeah for the, I, for the expo yeah uh, for the nationals for the nationals the funniest thing yeah about it is like yeah to look to see what guys are gonna get rings mm-hmm. um we retweeted a couple things the first name that popped in my mind was like I can't believe Fernando Rodney is getting a ring. I had yep. to look it up to make sure that he hasn't won one yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, Fernando Rodney gets a ring. Um, and then someone tweeted, like, a list of guys that I had. Like, I was like, are these major league guys? Yeah. Like, I know Wilmer Defoe, mm-hmm. uh, Defoe got a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, if you just go down the list, like, it's it's good stuff. James Bork, who, like... He 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 was in one game. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Dan Jennings um, Dan is going to get a ring. I didn't even know he pitched for the uh, the Nationals no, this year. No, no clue. Um, uh, Hunter Strickland gets a ring. <laughs> what a fucking jerk. Michael Blazik gets yeah, a ring. I, that's yeah. a really good. He pitched for the Brewers for a while. Really? Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think the uh, a pastor at my my school growing up was Father Blazik. Oh, he was Jim Blazik. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I think about that. Tony Sip. Yeah, Tony, Tony Sip. Sip. The, the former Astro. Did he get a ring with the 2017 Astros? He may have. Yeah. Oh my he god. Tony Sip could be a two-time uh, World Series uh, ring holder. Appeared in 33 games. Um. Yeah, Johnny Venters. Johnny Venters gets a ring. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. These are mostly... What about the position players? Is yeah, there anybody crazy for the uh, position players? Tress Berea. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Rowdy Reed gets one. He okay. was in six games this year. Jake Knoll. I don't know who that is. Adrian Sanchez. Don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Carter Keboom gets a ring. Yeah. Even before he's been able to start his major league career like in, in, in earnest. Right. Um, and you know the, our old our old pal Jan Gomes uh, is going to get a ring. Uh, he missed out. He yeah. missed out on one in 2016. Yeah. Uh, he had another pathetic at bat in a game seven. Uh, actually, Jeremy, it wasn't too bad of an at bat. Uh, yeah. He ended up fouling a bunch of pitches off and staying in there. Yeah. But there were runners on first and second, or maybe even second and third. And you know and he was, popped up to second base. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. And then threw his bat down uh, real angrily. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. At least he he gave it a bit of a run, but. I, and net outcome was still bad. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Adam Eaton, Spanky, is going to get a ring as well. So, yeah. Uh, so good, good for him. Uh, Jeremy, that I, I tweeted, uh, and I feel kind of bad about this. I tweeted that you know if Gerardo, Gerardo Parra were to retire, he would be like the third of like uh, three boring baseball retirements that happened. Yeah. Um, right. 
Uh, but it, apparently, you know, he, Gerardo Parra has been living his best baseball life. Uh, he has, yeah. He's few months. one of those stories where like, yeah, you, you know, uh, you're happy for the guy, I guess, because he like found his, it's like Jason Hayward's place for the 16 Cubs was to give the speech. Right. Gerardo Parra was like the morale booster of the whole team. Yeah. And, and seemingly, and like is responsible for giving Steven Strasburg a personality. <laughs> like, I think that's like, you know, and I tweeted that and like, Honestly, I think that's one of the more refreshing things of this uh, series. Like, I, it's made me like Steven Strasburg a mm-hmm. lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to believe that he's 31 years old. I can't believe yeah. that he's that old already. Yeah, it, it seems like he hasn't been around that long, but it's no. been eight or nine years now that he's been in the league. Yeah, for sure. And um, uh, but I mean, like the the things where like he would like hug, like he would hug, he would come in the dugout and they would hug him and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like Strasburg would like smile or something. Yeah, like I find that refreshing. Like mm-hmm. it's cool that like the guy has a personality, and like it, it only took. Gerardo Parra to get that out of him. <laughs> I also said it might have also taken like Bryce Harper leaving and not being a- around Dusty Baker. <laughs> right. That would make anyone smile, probably. <laughs> I read a funny story. So Gerardo Parra, uh, Fernando Rodney, and Anibal Sanchez were mm-hmm. wearing uh, these cheap like red sunglasses yeah, throughout the red, year. Red tinted sunglasses. Yeah, red tinted yeah. sunglasses. Yeah. So like the way that came about is that the three of them, it was they were in Detroit. Uh, for a road game, um, I think this was in May, and it was such a nice day outside that they decided to walk to the Comerica Park from the hotel. Okay. And they passed uh, like a, a, a stand street that was giving vendor? street vendor that was like giving away free sunglasses oh, as see, part I of see. a promotion. But there okay. was like a big line for these sunglasses, <laughs> and the three of them debated. They were like, "Yeah, should we wait and get these sunglasses?" And Fernando <laughs> Rodney was like, "Well, yeah, they're free. Of course we should." So like these three guys like waited in a line to get free sunglasses. That's I looked, funny. I looked it up. Fernando Rodney's made fifty million dollars in his career but yeah. like he was all about getting these free sunglasses yeah for, i mean how much money has anibal sanchez made in his career yeah too? That, a that's lot. a good question he i might, didn't i wonder if he's made more than fernando rodney probably he, he has, as yeah. a starting pitcher yeah um so the that's, fact that these guys were like i like i don't think i would have waited in line for those no. sunglasses yeah for sure no yeah exactly yeah you you go to games and you see like like you know the the, the newspaper handing out like you got a free towel if you sign up for a you know, trial subscription or something, and, like, you run away from that, like, you know, the plague. Right. Because you don't want to get... I'm sure they probably took down their, like, information, too. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're getting calls about, like, you can upgrade your wireless service, <laughs> Mr. Rodney, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's that's funny. I did not know that that was what the origin of that was. So that's that's kind of cool. But, yeah. Uh, do you remember when Fernando Rodney um, was with the World Baseball Classic, and he did that whole plantain power thing for no, the Dominican team? No, I don't team? remember that. He had like a he would ha- hold like a big plantain like and I don't know if you've ever seen a plantain but it's like it's like a comically large banana okay like they're like it's like two thirds longer than a banana yeah. and you hold it up and it's like really long and like he had like they did like um the the lineup where they like introduced the guys and they were like lined up along the first base line and like Rodney was like holding the the plantain or whatever and I think he like even put it like in the belt of his pants which was a bit odd looking but uh <laughs> that was like but they used that as a rallying cry or whatever sure. like the plantain yeah so. More power to him, I guess. Well, the Nats had a had a, had a classic World Series pileup. Jeremy, you said that Wilmer Defoe was the Chris Coglin. So would that have made him the the, the third guy on the pileup? Um, like he first bench guy in first bench let's, guy. Let's in. say okay. yeah, and there might have been someone like there might have been like a tie, like a photo finish, you yeah. know. Yeah. But but like when you see that pileup, uh, Defoe is like the first face that you kind of recognize, like. Um, amongst the pile, actually, that the World Series pileup was weird. It was Daniel Hudson and Jan Gomes, or I think yeah, Jan yeah. Gomes was caught the last out. He did, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he like threw his catcher's mask uh, down, and then um, Hudson threw his mitt. I actually yeah. thought he was going to hit someone running from onto the field or whatever, <laughs> from the dugout. But like mm-hmm. Defoe is like the next guy in, and yeah. it's like what a weird combo of people, right? Um, I still can't believe that that Daniel Hudson was a relevant pitcher. And you know what? He looked really good in that last yeah. inning that he pitched to. He blew those guys away. Yeah, you're right. Um, no, he was exactly. throwing gas. It was one of those things where, like, we talked, we hypothesized about the, like, last out being a strikeout and guys just, like, losing it, like, not caring anymore. Like, like not or not caring, but just, like, beaten down. Yep. Like, Brantley almost, like, he hit a long, I think strike two was, like, a long fly, like, fly foul ball that would have been a homer, but it was foul. It was, yeah. And I think it was, like, soul-crushing, and it's like, well, this is our fate, and he just struck out meekly on one knee. Yeah. And just, like, you know, went off the field while everyone celebrated. So mm-hmm. it kind of was, like, we kind of foreshadowed that one a little bit. So I add that to the list. Daniel Hudson striking out uh, Michael Brantley for yes, this year's final out. Yes, indeed. Um, 
Jeremy, uh, the Astros losing obviously saved us a Granky MVP speech, which oh, is man. which is good. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I think that you know at the top of the show that was probably a preview of when it might have been like, God, I would have died to hear like have him on the 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 stand like having to give an MVP speech. I mean, he would maybe just not do it. Yeah, he would have declined it. He would have been yeah. like, give, just give it to somebody else. I mean, this is a guy who doesn't want to pitch a no hitter because he thinks it would be an ordeal. Oh God, like it would have been so awkward. Like like Len Casper talks about. Um, he he wants Barry Bonds to go into the world or the Hall of Fame because he wants to have to have them give a speech or whatever. Right. Like, oh man, it would have been that would have been the silver lining just to see like Zach, Zach Greinke like have to give like an MVP speech or whatever. But it, it's not to be, I guess. Max Scherzer's dad was on the field with Max Scherzer. Uh, he's the spinning image of Max Scherzer, only a lot older. Yeah, when with like like goofy like sunglasses. Well, it looked like, like he had the same red tinted sunglasses that like the other uh, that like you know. Yeah, right. That's uh, right. Rodney he was, was uh, you know, and uh, Sanchez and uh, the others were wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he probably. Like you know, borrowed borrowed him for the TV interview. Right. Yeah, he was on with the MLB Network, and like yeah, he looks like Zach. He looks like uh, Max Scherzer, but uh, um, but he he was wearing like a weird hat and everything, yeah. and just goofy looking. It, it looks just, like a hat an old man would go fishing in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Except yeah. a lot more colorful. Yeah. It's 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 goofy. It was just a weird. Like he's like the goofball. He's a he's the bizarro world Max Scherzer, or <laughs> like with the weird glasses and the weird hat. But I thought that was cool. You know. Again, it's nice. Like when these team, when the guys win and people are happy, like you see personalities and stuff. And right. it's like, yeah, I mean, Scherzer and his dad. That's so weird. That was so weird. We would have never saw Max Scherzer's dad. No, Jeremy, we tweeted about um, uh, Jake Marisnik uh, both at the same time. We were kind of we were kind of on the same wa- same wavelength for a, a lot of things. Uh, we, we we you tweeted a, a screenshot of our of our texts um, yes. about you know pulling Granky and then the Howie Kendrick homerick. Home yeah. run. Uh, yeah, Howie Kendrick ended up playing a huge role uh, once again in the series uh, yeah. after being NLCS MVP. Crazy. Um, but yeah, we both tweeted something at the same time about after Jake Marisnik booted a uh, single to center field and then the guy got an extra base on it. He Was he our pick for worst guy on the roster? Yes, I think he was. I, yeah, yeah. I want to say that Marisnik was our, was our pick for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I guess he, he just proved himself right. I, Jeremy, I don't think Brian Dozier was our pick for the Nationals, uh-huh. but uh, it might have been like Joe Ross or something. But uh, but yeah, Brian Dozier, did he even play in the series? No, I don't think so. And he, I was don't think on so. The, he was on the he was on the active, on roster. The active I, roster. I had to look it up. I forgot that he was even on the friggin' team. Yeah, yeah, until I, I saw him in the dugout. Talk um, about a wealth of second basemen they, <laughs> the, the Nats had. They could have chose from Estrubal Cabrera, uh, or or Brian Dozier, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe that Estrubal Cabrera has a, a ring because he was in that first series against the Cubs with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think he hit a homer, like, in the in game two where the Cubs got, like, blown away or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess he got released and then signed by the Nationals. And, like, the Nationals' whole roster is just weird. Like, all the guys who came to them via weird circumstances. Yeah, I mean, they, they said it uh, during the World Series, but they're the oldest team uh, in baseball. So yeah. So it was, uh, I mean, yeah, it was interesting that they won. As Drupal Cabrera, this is at least his second tour with the Nats. I mean, I know he was with them. I think he got traded uh, from Cleveland to them in 2014. He spent some time oh, with really? them. Yeah, okay, so yeah, he's been, right. he was on the Mets for a while. I feel like he's been all over the place. Yeah, yeah, since leaving Cleveland, yeah. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about too, I mean, I just real quick, like about the Trey Turner, this was in game six yeah. when he got thrown out at yeah. first and there was a controversial call and, uh, they had the dugout mic'd up and you could hear Turner perfectly telling them to go talk to Joe Torrey and he's like, Joe Torrey's yeah, his head is down pretending like he, you know, he's not seeing any of this. Like, go talk to him. Like, I, I, I mean, people were like, a lot of people were like tweeting like, Turner, you little jerk or whatever. Like, yeah. and I'm like. He does. He he is a little bit of a sniveling little like like baby a little bit. Yeah. But like it was also funny too to hear all mm-hmm. that, and it was awesome just access. Yeah. For sure. He's well. He's definitely a, an easy guy to hate. I yeah. feel like if he's you root against him, he looks like. Um. I mean, I think like Adam Scott would probably play him in a movie. But yeah, he, lo- yeah, yeah. he looks like the like the the rich kid with like the sweater vest in the in the camp movie. Yeah. You know? Totally. Like he's yeah. from like the rich camp. Yeah, with the pastel shirt and yeah. the pop collar. Yeah. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. That's. So yeah, just like a little like asshole face, like that you would just want to like smack around or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the one more thing I want to talk about, just like from our Twitter account, uh, I, I tweeted a, a uh, so there's the save the beers guy, right? Yeah. Um, who that was in game five, was mm-hmm. it? 
um, that he like yeah he took a homer like in the chest because he didn't want to drop his beers and uh, they the Bud Bud Light flew Budweiser flew him out to Houston uh, made a shirt of him and like showed they showed him like on TV or whatever and so like. Um, to reference uh, a couple years ago when Nacho Man happened, yeah, uh, which like uh, if you don't recall, um, Edison Russell dove into the stands in St. Louis to catch a foul ball, and he knocked nachos out of the hand of some guy in the first row, and the nacho cheese got all over like him and the, his friends and stuff, and uh, then Russell like brought came out and brought him nachos the next inning, and like it was a big thing. There's like a photo op, and you know it was a funny moment, and then John Lester's. Um, lighthearted take on it was that this is what's wrong with society today. <laughs> that Nacho Man is some kind of uh, his personality now, and people want to take pictures with him. Right. And so, like, I was just thinking, like, somewhere Lester's at home, at home being the key word, the key words there. Um, mad about Save the Beers guy when they showed him on TV. He's like, this is what's wrong with America nowadays. Whatever. So. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, Jeremy, uh, and hey, you know the Cubs still have one year of John Lester left, um, yeah. so it'll be it'll be it. Well, actually, that um, well, we'll we'll talk about new manager hires in a moment. Sure. Um, but uh, for right now, um, we figured this would be a good episode to go uh, for our, uh, over over our over unders that we had uh, yeah. earlier in the in our, the year. Our future predictions, yeah. or over unders, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was an episode back in like I want to say May. We did that. Maybe? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we ran through a bunch of. Um, <clears throat> a bunch of over and unders um how we'd play off uh, how they play out the rest of the year and um uh our picks so we have those lists here and um we we've alluded to a couple of them over the the season but yeah. um you know let's let's like you know let's let's close the book on these and figure out who's who the ultimate winner here is um, for sure I'll, i can keep track of points here who got the more points uh-huh. um but uh let's uh, start with um the, the the like player ones I guess yes so at so Vlad Guerrero we did over under mm-hmm. let me pull this up myself here um but Vlad Guerrero we had over under two seventy batting average and twenty five homers he finished with a two seventy two average and fifteen homers okay so he he went uh, so he hit the over on batting average and the uh, under on homers uh huh um, I had over on both. Okay. So I get one point out of that. Yeah, you do. Um, uh, and I, I think I, I had him under for average. So okay. So I, I don't know if I, I... I definitely had him over for home runs. But, okay. Um, I don't know if I get any points on that. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we don't have to give me anything, Jeremy. Yeah. You know, we'll give you <laughs> That's the point. Fair. You've been... You know, you, you were kind of in Vlad's corner at the start of that the year. Of course, I think you kind of flipped and started liking Jordan Alvarez a little bit more. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I, I had some... Uh, Baseball-related uh, uh, concerns in both of the or interest in both of those guys, but uh, right. but yeah. So at the time, Vlad was hitting two forty-eight uh, average, so he yeah. really boosted his average. Mm-hmm. Um, Eloy, um, our over/under was twenty homers and two forty-five batting average. Sure, Jack. I had the I had under on the homers and over on the batting average. Okay. Um, and um, he finished with two sixty seven batting average and thirty one homers. Yeah, I had him. I had him over on both. Um, for yeah, that one. So. Yeah, so you get two points there. I get one. Love I guess. it. Um, um, yeah, that that surprised me. Thirty one homers. I didn't know because he had like seven at the time or something when we did that. He did, and he was hurt for. He even got hurt. Like he spent yeah. a little bit of time on the DL, and then he. I feel like he got hurt again, and he was out for a while. So the fact that he was able to put up those numbers is pretty impressive. Yeah, he had a good year, all told. Like he did. Um, you know, you you would be hard pressed to find anyone who watched. <laughs> you know, one of his homers. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't live? You know, north of. Uh, uh, I don't know, 18th Street or something in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but he had a good year. Um, he did. You know, believe the numbers. And in other, uh, yeah, in, in other years, he might have even been Rookie of the Year. Yeah, um, for sure. However, the person who, it's not been announced yet, but um, I, my money is on Jordan Alvarez yeah. here for Rookie of the Year. Um, he wasn't even in the majors at the time when we did these no, over-unders. He got called up in June. Yeah, for sure. And so we, I set, I, I handicapped this one myself. Um <clears throat> I had uh, over under 275 batting average and 18 homers. Mm-hmm. He actually finished with 313 batting average and 27 homers. So he yeah. he crushed both overs on that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I think we both had him for the the over uh, on those. I had him both under. You had I him guess. under that. I guess I, I did. I don't honestly, Jeremy. Um. Uh. Yeah. So okay. You're not so, sure. No, I'm not you, sure. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to okay. take the points on that. Well, okay. We'll give me. We'll, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. What do you we'll, think? we'll keep a loose book. Yeah, we'll book. keep a loose book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But, uh-huh. um, okay, Pirates, Reds, Brawls, over under 0. 0.5. Yeah. 
They had a brawl. They did. They had the another year. brawl. It was so, the Amir Garrett one where he jumped. It was. Like, the, the, so that was Crick. like that was the craziest brawl of, of them of all. all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they went over on that. I had the over too. Yeah, that sounds like the name of a shitty WWE pay per view. The craziest brawl of them all. Yeah, exactly. Um, Amir Garrett versus Kyle Crick. <laughs> <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> yeah. So and on the on the note of who gives a shit. Tommy LaStella and Derek Dietrich combined homers. Yeah. I think at the time they had 20 or something. Yeah. Or maybe, no, more. No, I think they had like, I think they had like 25 or something. Because I, I, I tried to set the over-under in a favorable way so they could go over. I set it at 45. Uh-huh. Jack, they finished with 35 homers. That's pathetic. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we cursed them. We did. With, we totally yeah. did. Well, because, so, I mean, shortly thereafter, Tommy LaStella, like, broke his leg. Yeah. Right? Like, because he got voted to be in the All-Star game and, like, or he got, you know, whatever, selected by the players or something. Um, and he broke his friggin' leg, so he couldn't play. No. And then Dietrich, I guess the Reds were just like, yeah, we don't care that you're hitting homers. You're gonna ride the bench. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah? What's Dietrich's excuse? Yeah, uh, no, he, he didn't have no. One, he, so. he was hitting under 200. That was his excuse. Yeah, for he, not playing. He finished with 19, but I'm pretty sure that they had. I think that they had to hit like 14 more homers to hit the over. Yeah, that was maybe it. at the time when when we did it. And so yeah. like, yeah, just it did not happen. No, so pathetic. Um, yeah, so they hit the under on that. Um, one and a half over under Cubs Trump related news stories for uh-huh. the season. Uh-huh. Um, this was after that weird, and I don't know if this, I don't know if you would consider this Trump related, but was this or was this not um, before or after that weird like um, Kyle Ka- or uh, Ka- uh, Ka- what's his name Kaepernick, uh, Colin Kaepernick's. Uh, um, uh, thing with the with the, the Minnesota or the, yeah, the, the, the Tennessee, Memphis, uh, Tennessee yeah, yeah yeah the Cubs uh, minor league team for those of us who uh, for those of you who, who may not have uh, heard it or heard that episode when we talked about it uh, yeah the 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 Cubs uh, the Cubs like the Tennessee Smokies minor league affiliate tweeted out some uh, anti Kaepernick thing they, after... they like put like a, a swoosh or a American flag or, or a swoosh in the uh, in, uh, infield dirt yep. Because no, that was because av- that was right around Fourth of July. I remember that. Yes. So if, I don't know if you want to count that one. So we we did. I think we, <clears throat> we talked did. about okay. it and we did count it. So what okay. we needed was a point five. We needed for, for to get the over on this one. We needed another <clears throat> uh, Cubs related Trump story to happen. Okay. Jeremy did did one. You- this is a judgment call. We got to go to the judges okay. for this because okay. um was it this week? I think. Um, yeah, Trump was in town this Trump week. Trump came to town mm-hmm. to insult Chicago. <laughs> I'm not sure what else. he was at a fundraiser for like the or at some kind of thing for like uh, the police chiefs. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. And like, um, is it uh, Todd Ricketts? Right, Todd Ricketts, the guy who's on. He's like the chief. He's yes. like the fundraiser yep. for the Trump 2020 campaign. Yep, was there, and he was mentioned in the story. So does that count? As a Trump a Cubs Trump related story, and it was it was I think the World Series was still going on, so yeah. technically I don't know do we extend it to the World Series? It's a very judgment call, and it this makes or breaks the over under. Yeah, so I don't Jeremy. Know. So I surprisingly <clears throat> I think we're gonna have to go with the under on this. Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, I, I do think it's a reach. Okay. to um, that's fair. I would say like if Trump had like maybe if the Cubs had like been in the World Series and like Trump had gone to a game, which would have been absurd. Um, yeah, sure. He, he did get booed. Uh, yeah, at, when he when he went to the game. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Jeremy, I'm gonna. Yeah. Thankfully, I they did not get another Trump related story. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 like if they had just announced that Todd Ricketts was going to be on his campaign or something, right. maybe. Um. Or if he like you know came into town and like you know threatened Jose or Jose Quintana to like go back to Colombia or something <laughs> like maybe. Uh. But yeah. Yeah. I I, I would say probably conservatively speaking. Uh. That doesn't count, so we'll go the under on that. Sure. Um, I had the over, so I get zilch for that. Yeah, well, Jeremy, it's like whose line is it anyway? Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. Or like, yeah, at midnight or whatever. Right. Um, rain delay fan interactions, uh, rain delay theater fan interactions over under 1.5. We went over on that. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to think about how, <clears throat> how much over we went on, uh, Def- on that one. Definitely the guy who talked about uh, dying in the in the tanks. Yes. That was after. Yep. 
Um, and then um, I think Bob was after yeah, that. Yeah, Bob, Bob was after that, and he definitely came up to us and talked to us. Yeah, like, for sure. Right, right by us. So one, if it was one point five, we already beat it right there. Yeah, we blew past it. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Okay, and that's a good thing. Um, and I had the over on that. Yeah. Um, Zero point five. Jack uh, eats a hot dog, or it just eats eats at a game. Yeah, yeah in yeah. general. Jeremy, you son of a bitch! I did it. You yeah, did. I what, had some hot dogs. What, where, what game was that? That at? was at the minor league game we went to uh, in yeah. uh, South Bend, right? Yeah, South that's Bend. Right. Yeah, everything. We got some good autographs. Mm-hmm. I had some hot dogs. A lot of stuff happened at that game. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> Buddy right. Bailey uh, mauled a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot about of, that. A lot of good stuff uh, that night. But yeah, those hot dogs were tasty, Jeremy. Um, it wasn't a dollar dog night, but they were very good. Right, for sure. And, and But speaking of dollar dogs, uh, my over-under was three and a half uh, dollar dogs. At that point, I hadn't had any. Yeah. And I crushed it the first opportunity I got. I think I got four. Yeah. Uh, I might have even got five that day, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I crushed it. I think I, I, think I might have had eight to eleven dollar dogs this for the season so nice so yeah i crushed that one a career high had to Jeremy. do it had to yes um definitely. yeah we had a, a couple more that uh that i had listed uh kristen yelich the over under uh 50 home runs i mm-hmm. definitely had him o- jeremy you had him under i, I remember had, you yeah. had him under yeah. uh because you said you couldn't think of yelich as being a 50 homer guy he ended with 44 uh-huh. um mm-hmm. and if he hadn't gotten hurt i think he definitely would have hit 50 yeah for um, sure he would have i mean he would have been very close he would have had like 49 and what was he going for like 50 30 is that what he was yeah, he for? was going for he was going for yeah fifty. It might have been fifty thirty. Yeah, um, so fifty homers, thirty stolen bases. Yeah, as much as you know, and I, I still like Yelich. Um, you know, I feel like as a Cubs fan, I, I have to hate him a little bit. And uh, obviously, the better he does, the better the Brewers do. The worse it is for the Cubs. But fifty thirty sounds really cool. It I wish does. He would have got fifty thirty. Yeah, I'm really bummed about that. Same thing. Acuna was going. Was he going for fifty thirty also, or is he going for fifty forty? Was he going for 40 40 40 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Did he yeah, end 40, up getting 40. forty steals? I can't remember. Um, he might have. Did he? Did he get forty homers? Yeah, uh, yeah. I do want to say. I okay. Think he did, he then did he fell. He fell short, but he also got injured for the last uh, couple games of the year. Yeah. So uh, that was a bummer. But uh, just real quick, um, speaking of those guys, like the, you got the, your big three from twenty eighteen rookie class: uh, Soto. Um, uh, Acuna and uh, Torres. I can't believe that that Soto was the first one to win win a ring of those three. Yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting. Um, and he was only yeah he was only just turned twenty one too. So like you know even in uh, it was like on October twenty fifth that he turned twenty one. Yeah, so like right, even exactly. with all the champagne and stuff, like I mean he legally could not would not be able to participate in that, which is crazy to at, me. At some point in the World Series uh, celebrations, they were like they were spraying him and and they were jumping up and chanting 21, 21, which I thought yeah. was pretty funny. But. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, hot take. I think Juan Soto is better than Bryce Harper. Um, Dude, Juan Soto's like swing. Like, I admit that maybe I haven't seen enough like of him in person or like uh, on TV even, or yeah, just watched enough Nats games. But like when he turns around on those balls and like hits them like into like the right field corner and like just his like follow through is like it looks really nice. Yeah, like he looks like a really talented hitter who's going to be good for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, guys only just turned 21. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Jeremy, just for reference, uh, Acuna had 41 home runs and 37 steals this yeah. year. So he just missed it, but he led the league in stolen bases. Uh, so that's pretty uh, pretty good for yeah. Acuna. That's a bummer. Yeah, he missed the last couple of games of the season. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, couldn't do it, which is a bummer. But... Ooh, Jeremy, this one's going to be painful for you. Craig Kimbrell over <laughs> under 20 saves. Um, I think I had him on the over on that, but my goodness, Jeremy. Yeah, well, okay, well, you know what? The 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 uh, silver lining to that to his shit 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 season uh, <laughs> is that um, he I had the under on you that. did you did so, have the under on that kudos for me I guess uh, you know I'll, the fact that he pretty much single handedly cost the Cubs the playoffs uh, it, it came out to my advantage in this po- case because I got a point for it so <laughs> um, what it what a just fucking shit sandwich that whole situation was like. Um, you know, listen, for all you uh, f- free agents on the market right now who listen to Rain Delay Theater on a weekly basis, sign in fucking spring, s- sign in the offseason, please. Don't fucking sign in, in spring training because you're going to have a shit year. Yeah. Don't sign in spring training and especially don't sign in June. Yeah. God fucking damn it, yeah. man. And, and f- don't make your guy, make the closer a guy you signed in June because it's not going to turn, it's not going to work out. <laughs> it's not going to work out. You're going to give up a fucking... Back-to-back homers against the Cardinals in fucking clutch 
season on like we need to win. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And uh, the, the same goes for Dallas Keuchel, Jeremy. I had him the over under ten wins. I think I had him the the over for that. You may have once again had him uh, uh, on the under. What uh, did he finish with? I don't even. Yeah, know. he was eight and eight with a three seventy five ERA and okay. nineteen starts. Um, yeah, I mean, and there you go. And so Keiko like did okay, but that's it's that's also not very no. Exciting. That, that that's I mean, for a guy like that with all the hoopla surrounding Dallas Keuchel yeah. for some reason that's pretty pedestrian. Um, I will yeah. say that like the Braves rode him pretty hard. He started nineteen games, and I think he didn't pitch until after June first or right. whenever he signed. Yeah, that is a lot of starts. Yeah, um, but yeah, he still he didn't get his ten wins. Um, not that wins is a allotted statistic in twenty nineteen, but yeah, he was eight and eight. Uh, Jeremy Keith Hernandez makes headlines for batter. <laughs> Controversial take over under 0.5. It seems like almost every year Keith Hernandez says something dumb, but he, uh, you know, it, it didn't happen this year. Jeremy, no. I didn't get to watch a lot of uh, post game stuff because the games ended so late in the playoffs. Yeah. They were all ending at like 11, 11.30 p.m. I was practically falling asleep when the games ended, so uh-huh. I didn't get to see. Uh, you know, there didn't seem to be a lot of bad takes or anything. At least not that I heard. No, uh, they they did. They were like. They were ripping a pop, big poppy for yep. like every prediction he made was wrong. <laughs> it's just pretty funny, and they, they really yeah. let him have it. Um, no, I don't know. Like, I, there was a picture of like um, I think Big Poppy and and A Rod talking to Juan Soto at home plate like before a game. Yeah. And I'm like, get the fuck away from that kid! Like, don't fucking. What are you gonna tell him? Like, you're just like he's good. Get the fuck away from him. What do you? What don't mess with the kid. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he doesn't need a rod sniffing around like no. being weird and sniffing his bad yeah. or something. He doesn't need two steroid guys like telling that him, too. telling him what to do that too. Yeah. Um. Uh. Jeremy, strange request or interaction with Cubs fan services staff. We were currently at two, and for the over under <laughs> for the rest of the season was point five. Surprisingly, folks, we came in at the under on that one. Yeah, I know. And okay, so wait. So okay, one of them was uh, the whole like uh, stay. Italian sausage sandwich, yep. which I, uh, you know, wrote. I, I mentioned on a questionnaire and uh, got got contacted by customer service or whatever fan services and was brought a free meal. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, so so. Oh, the, the scorecard. Yeah, the other the one scorecard. was the scorecard. Yes. Um, yeah. The scorecard, which I think that I gave the post. So the scorecard was I wanted. Uh, <laughs> there was a uh, Andre Dawson. Uh, like Art Deco, uh, gra- like Art uh, Print uh, scorecard of, of Andre Dawson um, that I wanted to get uh, him signed. So I wanted like a nice version of it. I got an extra one, but it got stepped on. So then I asked them to dig up. A- I asked them if they had another one. They searched like the bowels of Wrigley Field and they found one. They brought one out to me. I purchased it. Um, and the postscript to that is that I did have him sign he it. He did end up getting. He's got a, that story has a happy ending. Yeah, it yeah, does. yeah. What's that? Is that a who, who write the, with the Italian sausage story? Who writes that song? Too much time on my hands. Is it is it, e, is it ELO? Uh, that that song was written for you, Jeremy, yeah. about something like that. Yeah. Well. Um, I got my priorities right. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Jack angry and impulsive tweets about David Stearns. Uh, we're at 1.5. I think I, 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 we could just say Brewers in general for this. I definitely had one angry Brewers tweet. It was mm-hmm. uh, after a day that, like, Council gave Yelich a day off. But, you know, so yeah, technically I came in at the under, but I did have a very angry Brewers rant uh, okay. right, uh, right after Yelich um, got hurt. Uh, about like you know council giving guys days off um, you know and I still kind of stand by that it still annoys me mm-hmm. um, I was mad that like it seemed like they were starting Pena too much but when I looked uh, at the Brewers statistics at, after the year was over Yasmani Grandal um, uh, ended up he, he played in 150 games for the Brewers this yeah. year he didn't start at catcher for all of them but they did ride <laughs> Grandal pretty hard as they should have right um, I still think Ryan Braun gets like three days off a week but I don't really care too much about that but for sure anyways it is it is annoying that I feel like he always gives guys days <laughs> off. But, you know, maybe that here in the year 2019, like maybe we're going to start seeing that more uh, like they do in basketball now, just sitting guys for a game or two to give them a rest. I wonder who uh, David Stern's um, uh, like direct underling is, and I wonder if he's so fucking glad that they got Josh Hader. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder. Yeah, right. Um, uh, well, I'm sure that, I, like I said, I just hope that like Stern's doesn't, not, like I told you, Jeremy, like throw Brandon Taubman a bone. Because um, I'm sure they knew each yeah. other. Yeah, I'm sure right. they knew each other. 
Um, uh, so yeah, that that'll do it for our over unders, Jeremy. It'll be fun to do that. Uh, that can be a yearly episode, I'm so we can do that again next year. Definitely excited about you know what what we can come up with for twenty twenty. Yeah, for sure. um, and so, how many Trump Cubs related stories that will be in twenty twenty? <laughs> that will be another yearly uh, thing as long as the Ricketts on the Cubs. Christ. Um, so Jeremy, briefly, we should touch on the new man- manager hires since we haven't really a lot of them have happened since the last time we did an episode. For sure. Uh, yeah. the, the new managers: uh, Joe Madden with the Angels, David Ross with the Cubs, Carlos Belt. Tron with the New York Mets, Mike Why? Matheny, which I called for the Kansas City yeah. Royals, Girardi, Joe Girardi for the Phillies, and our boy Jace Tingler for the uh, San Diego Padres. Definitely our boy. Yeah, Jeremy, um, I feel like manager jerseys have never really been popular. You don't see a lot of them uh, when you go to a game or being mm-hmm. sold, but I do. I would buy a Jace Tingler jersey. <laughs> Tingler. I yeah. wonder what his number will be. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, Tingler is uh, interesting. I mean, Jace Tingler, like, it's, you know, it's a little hack to say but uh mm-hmm. sounds a bit like a porn name <laughs> um yeah yeah uh, he also looks kind of like a big galoot too a little bit you he know did, i didn't really see any of his pictures yeah for like a guy like you think like young he's 38 or something right yeah uh you think for like the the young like whiz kid kind of guy or something like he would look like uh i don't know like like more of a uh, uh like a theo epstein type or something right. like i don't know some kind of like polished like I don't know, smart kid or something, but sure. he's uh, yeah, he kind of looks like a <clears throat> like a like a dude, like a like a guy or something. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Girardi, uh, that'll be interesting. I don't know. Uh, like I said, uh, well, Matheny. yeah. Speaking of Galutz, uh, you know, Matheny's back in force now, so yeah, it'll exactly. Be, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Although I think Ned Yost was also an asshole in his own way, so that clubhouse isn't going to change too much. God, I'm trying to think like uh, like I would say watch like uh, I'm trying to think of like a young. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, Royals pitcher like like Heath Fillmeyer, watch out because uh, Brad he's gonna sit Brad Boxberger on him <laughs> to call to you know to, to to harass him or something. I don't know. Right, um, Jeremy. When we were we were texting about this, uh, you said David Ross rightfully so. What did you mean by that? Well, so uh, this is a uh, this is like I'm, I want to go on the record right now and say like um, and I don't know I could be completely off base here, um, but uh, I think that David Ross maybe has like a, a tick. For for using the phrase rightfully so. Okay. Now, if you um uh uh in the famous uh clip where uh, uh Rizzo is talking to Ross in the dugout during Game Seven when they were up, and he's like he goes up to him and he starts hugging him. And he's like, "I'm in a glass case of I'm an emotional wreck. I'm in a I'm in a glass case of emotions." And uh, so he goes up to him. And he's like. He's like, I'm, I'm an emotional wreck. And Ross goes, rightfully so. And he's <laughs> like, just wait until the ninth inning with this three-run lead, which was like, you know, wishful thinking at that time, knowing what would end up happening in that game. But uh, he says rightfully so. And then um, I think uh, when Ross was hired, he even in his like statement, a hand, or, like a written statement, he said like something, something, something rightfully so. Uh, you know, it's something like, you know, it'll, Joe Madden's shoes will be tough to fill and rightfully so or yeah. something. I will say that he didn't say it at all in his opening press conference. So maybe that's a thing. Like maybe that's a, you know, an offsetter or something. But I was going to say, like, we should keep an eye out for every time David Ross says rightfully so, uh, you know, next year. Because yeah. I, it could be a thing that he might say. It'll so. be an yeah, interesting thing to, to keep an eye on. Something that I noticed from David Ross there. Um. Oh, Jeremy, I, I meant to ask you because I wasn't following this. Are they retaining uh, the Hadabi? Uh, I don't think that that's been that's been hasn't been yet. decided yet. No, okay. but like, but Butterfield is gone. Butterfield yeah. went to the Angels. Uh huh. Um, which like, I mean, no one ever talks about free agents, but it was like Butterfield's contract up. Did he just leave? Was he like, eh, I, I'm leaving? And then, like, <laughs> he's just he's like, I'm going to Los Angeles or something. Like right. these guys are just leaving. Like now, I mean. If if there was one guy that they could have retained, it seems like I mean I, I would like them to keep Mike Borzello, uh-huh. but um but yeah Brian Butterfield I'm like I from all accounts he's a valuable member of the coaching staff like, yeah it would have been I think it would have been good for the Cubs to keep him but mm-hmm. he gone I guess so he's <laughs> going to L A with Joe Madden so there you go we can <clears throat> briefly touch on uh, the free agent class Jeremy uh, outside of the top guys Cole Strasburg Rendon it's kind of a diarrhea list of players <laughs> it's not very good it's real bad it's yeah. real bad actually Jack real quick before we do that I just want to yeah. circle back with Joe Madden really oh yeah quick. Joe Madden sure. um you know he he's been saying like all these weird things he's kind of 
it's kind of sounding like a weird scorned lover a little bit. Like he's saying kind of all these things like, like well, I didn't like them anyway. I didn't want that job anyway. And it's like, I will say that he did say like, he's like, yeah, I didn't want to be there any, anymore. I, I anyway. read that. I was, I clicked on that article and yeah. I started reading it today. Um, uh, yeah. He said it was the, it was a mutual <clears throat> parting of ways. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was, the only thing I was saying is like, I, I think I might've said that on a previous episode where it's like, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy who wants to be around for like the ugly fallout yep. of no, things no so like i mean i get it like that's just his mo i think he's just like a fun loving dude and he didn't want to be there for like the the dark period or whatever right. so he got out while he could mm-hmm. um but uh i mean i i don't know I, people are reading into a lot of the things he's saying i mean I, he, obviously he has to like trump up like what he's doing with the angels and like say all these things but uh uh it, it also it's like Dude, if I was an Angels fan, I'd be like, hey, Joe, maybe stop mentioning the Cubs. Like, yeah. that's over. Like, yep. let's talk about the Angels. You know? <laughs> I don't know. So whatever. But we'll see how that all plays out. Well, speaking of free agents, it'll yeah. be interesting to see if uh, the Angels, who obviously have always have money to spend, um, if they go after one of Cole or Strasburg or any of these guys. Um, I know. Some people think they're going to get them both. I think. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, I said to uh, somebody today, Jeremy, I said, I hope, I hope they don't get either of those guys because the angels suck like, right and like yeah. any free agent who goes to the angels uh, be it cj wilson albert pujols uh, josh hamilton it's oof. just it's just death for anybody who signs a big contract for them yeah for sure so for their sake uh you know i hope they don't go there uh you know obviously jeremy there's the usual suspects of who's gonna sign these guys the yankees the dodgers um you know i think that you know strasburg who just opted out of his contract will ultimately end up back with the nationals didn't yeah. kershaw opt out last year Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So it'll be the same type of deal where they just Probably. restructure it, and now he's making thirty-five million dollars a year, Probably. Um, over three years or something. Yeah. Well, let's not go into the Josh Hamilton news, by the way, either. Oh, I. Oh, wait. Didn't I didn't hear. hear I didn't hear. I haven't heard about this. Jeremy. I think he got like a restraining order from his kids or something oh, for like Jesus. threat. Like, like. Yeah, it's not good. No. Let, let's just say this. In case you didn't already know, Josh Hamilton's a piece of garbage. Uh, always has been, always will be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we could turn the page on that. God, luckily for Josh Hamilton, uh, he wasn't around during Rain Delay Theater years because yeah. we, we would have buried him. He uh, would have he been, been roasted. Um, Jeremy, I guess this kind of segues <laughs> into our next topic. Oh, yeah, by the way, Jeremy, uh, one more thing we should mention is that nobody was talking about this this year, but Jose Abreu is a free, a free agent. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it was just because everybody Abreu included like has just taken it as a given that uh, he's going to re-sign with the White Sox. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he is on the free agent market. Jeremy and I were looking at a, a list of the top for, the top twenty free agents before we uh, uh, taped this episode, and Abreu wasn't even on there. Yeah, no, even he's, he's like a in better, the... clearly a better player than many of the guys on the on yeah, there. He's an also ran. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like maybe maybe it is. Maybe it's because they just expect him to resign or something. I mean, like did Yoan Mankata know he was a free agent? Like, <laughs> did he find out the same way? Like it's like. He's like, uh, let me check my notifications. What? He he uh, he's a free agent. No, my buddy. You know, like I don't know. Like what? I, yeah, no one is talking about this thing. No. So I don't know. And 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 uh, I know we're not the hugest Sox fans, but like you hear these things uh, through the at some point. Yeah. I never heard that at once. No, once at all. Well, uh, this, so this kind of segues into our next thing with the free agents. But uh, Nick Castellanos appeared on that list. Um, yeah, you know he was like number eight on the top twenty free agents. Uh, but for the Cubs, the offseason moves. Jeremy, um, I might as well make a few predictions because obviously some things are going to be happening. Uh, I think that the Cubs should try to trade Kyle Schwarber because yeah. like he had the exact kind of year, like bounce back year that they needed him to have in order yeah. for his trade value to go back up. So for I sure. think if they're going to trade him. Now would be a good time to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I at this point, I I'm not gonna feel bad about anybody who they decide to trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel pretty confident that Rizzo and Baez are gonna be there. Yep. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, I I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but it makes sense. I like I could see them trading Wilson Contreras. Uh, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Certainly Schwarber. I mean, like. You know, you like the guy, but then he fucking drives you nuts as a Cubs fan a lot of times too. Um. So it's like, it just all depends on what they can get back. I mean, I would feel really great if we could get, like, a good starting pitcher. Um, I mean, I would say closer, but let's hope that Kimbrell will, might, might actually be good next year. Like, might kind of go through spring training and be good. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but, yeah, I mean, Almora, you know, cut him, cut him loose. Uh, Hap, I, honestly, if they, if they, like, traded Schwarber and Almora... And Hap, even let's say, and re-sign Castellanos, I would be pretty happy with. I'd be totally fine with that. Um, uh, but 
you know, if they could get some something of value for for some of these guys, uh, it's fine. And even if that means Contreras too, like I like Contreras, um, but uh, with Caratini there, and then they have like two catching prospects. Um, in the works, I wonder them getting David Ross now. If that has anything to do, like, would that impact like their catching moves? Like, right? Because on one hand, you could think like David Ross will help Wilson Contreras, like now, even though they were together like in 2016. But like, maybe he can be a project or something uh, for for Ross, like from a defensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. But at the same argument, you could say, like, well, Ross can maybe turn Caratini into, like, an everyday starter or something good enough to, like, warrant getting rid of Contreras. So I don't really know what's going to happen. I haven't, like, you know, thought about any specific, you know, situate like, specific trades that could happen. Uh, I know the Cubs could use some pitchers. Um, it seems to me like they want a second baseman, even though I think they should just make Nico Horner play second base. Yeah. But uh, it seems to me like they, they want to try to get a second baseman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But uh, I can see any of those guys getting traded for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, finally, Jeremy, um, on the Brewers end, uh, the Brewers, uh, by all uh, accounts, they'll be getting a new logo uh, yeah. th- for this coming season. It's going to be the 50th anniversary of the Brewers. Uh, they yeah. came to Milwaukee in 1970, so it's a good time to do it now. Uh, their uh, uh, contract with uh, Miller is running out. It's not gonna, Miller Park is not going to be Miller Park anymore, so that Miller-style M on their hats uh i guess they're gonna go away from it a lot of people think they're gonna go back to the ball and glove wait they're changing the miller park oh yeah you didn't know that i didn't um, even know so that i think it's in 2021 it's gonna be uh american family insurance field so i think a lot of people oh, are gonna man. be calling it amfam field okay uh, but yeah it's gonna be no longer gonna be miller park i do think that that was one of the better uh ballpark nicknames just because it's short you know i mean yeah. obviously it's uh you know named after a brand of uh, a consumer product but like you know it's a it's a recognizable one and milwaukee's a, a beer uh, city it's famous yeah. for its brewing so i i like i like the name miller park um i'm i'm kind of disappointed that they're gonna change it did miller leave was milwaukee uh, I think they did. They get bought out by like Coors. Is it like Miller Coors now? Um, or someone, or Budweiser, know. or something. Somebody did. Yeah, like I think they might have something happened. Or perhaps actually, perhaps Blue Ribbon got bought by someone. I okay. Think. Yeah. I don't know about Miller. I, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not up to date on on the whole on the beer game okay. in, in right. Milwaukee. But uh, but yeah, um, th- that contract is uh, it, it's running out. That's American a Family Insurance. It is. It is a bummer. So I am actually a little bit um, bummed uh, just because I thought the the name had a nice ring to it. Yeah. Um, but so that that's why I think they're gonna go away from that that M. Um, I, you know, I was never a huge fan of that logo, but I'm pissed, Jeremy, because I finally decided <laughs> to buy uh, the classic hat with the M on it. You know, that was the non-alternate hat. With the wheat. Uh... Yeah, yeah, the wheat with the with the wheat uh, uh, under the M, and uh, yeah. I finally bought it. It's a re- it's a really it's a really nice hat. I finally. And now they're gonna fucking go away from that logo. Uh, so I guess I guess it figures, right? Well, I got a few good months. Uh, I got a few good months out of that. Hat it always anyway. happens, man. I, I like that hat, but I will. Uh, I want to get the, the new one. Um, uh, so you we, know. Can, we can hold a listener contest, and they can win your old Brewers hat and my old <laughs> S and Russell jersey. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just have to like promise to like walk, like stand on the corner of like Clark and Addison, like. For one, you know, on opening day, wearing those. Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. It'll be it'll be rain delay theaters version of when the uh, visiting team makes rookies walk to Starbucks, like rookie relievers walk to Starbucks <laughs> and get get coffee in their uniforms. Exactly. Um. So, Jeremy, I think that's going to do it for uh, for our episode. Uh, we do want to let our listeners know that at least over the next uh, month or two, uh, because it's the off season, we're probably going to be switching to a bi weekly format. Yeah. Releasing episodes once every two weeks. Yes. Yeah, so every other, yeah every other week we did it last off season yep. and uh, you know we thank people for sticking with us. Uh, for that uh, but you know just no games on the horizon so we want to kind of you know conserve our conserve our thoughts and like our, our, our bullets and you know we'll, we'll still be bringing you fun topics every uh, episode and um, still possibly and, st- and still definitely trying to check out some weird wintertime events whether yeah. that's a minor league basketball game or a, a <laughs> weird like uh, high school indoor baseball game yeah um, I, I'll say this Jack by the way the uh, the Bulls are playing so far uh, you know I think we'll be, we should be able to score some affordable tickets still this year yeah I said a, a minor league basketball team but like that you know eh. the team playing in the United Center isn't much of a step up yeah yeah, exactly. So yeah, we we definitely are going to do our best to get to some weird events and yep. and bring you uh, you know event recap episodes for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, for the foreseeable future for the off season, we'll be going biweekly and um, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll try to keep you uh, with the with the fun stuff. Um, we still got to do that uh, game seven uh, twins. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll probably try to bring you a few classic uh, classic games too. Um, I've also wanted to do Game Six of the '75 World Series for a while, so maybe we'll 
we'll rewatch that as well. Um, we'll get you some classics, which is something we haven't really done yet, so uh, that could be exciting. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, uh, for, for now, um, I'm Jack Sokowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And this has been Rain Delay Theater. See ya.